Rough Greens. Uh, the first time I fed Rough Greens to my dog, Uno. Where's Uno? Come here, Uno. Come on, buddy. Come on. Ever since I started feeding uh, Rough Greens to my dog, Uno, he is a different puppy, aren't you? He is uh, nine now, which is very old for a oh, for a German Shepherd, but he is like he's three again. I want you to try Rough Greens if your dog will eat it. Uh, dogs generally love it. Your dog loves it, right, Pat? She won't eat her food without it. Yeah, she loves yeah. it. Um, yeah, loves it. If if your dog will eat it, you will see over the months a real change in your dog. Uh, he wolfs it down, and he has changed. Rough Greens, roughgreens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-GLEN-33. That's with two N's. Or Rough Greens, R-U-F-F, greens.com slash Beck. All right, back in a minute. it anymore i honestly cannot take it anymore how stupid are you seriously that's what you have to start asking your friends who voted for this president how stupid do they think you are and are you that stupid the things that they are now that's spilling out of their mouths is absolutely incredible and i'm not just not going down that road so uh bullcrap uh, I'm going to be calling it uh, over the next uh, three hours. And there's a lot of bull crap to shovel. And uh, I'm going to put it back over on their side of the fence. In 60 seconds, we begin. The Glenn Beck Program. Kent writes in from Arkansas about his experience with Relief Factory. He says, I've been taking Relief Factory for about three months now. And I am amazed at how much pain has decreased and gone in rainy weather i would be in ridiculous pain wanting to crawl into bed and just cry at this writing it's been raining all day and i feel just fine before relief factor i never had a day when something didn't hurt now most days i have the greatest quality of life thank you thank you thank you relief factor Maybe you've been where Kent was. I know I have. Sometimes you're in the grip of pain and crawling into bed and crying just seems like the only thing to do, but it's not. If you haven't tried Relief Factor, please try it. Relief Factor at relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. It's relieffactor.com. Okay. Alrighty. So, uh, I don't know about you, but I I can't take it anymore. The the chief economic uh, uh, correspondent for the New York Times today, or no, NPR, was uh, on there, you know, NPR Today, whatever that thing is. And uh, I'm listening to it, and they're talking about the job numbers coming out. 
And there's several reasons, uh, several reasons why uh, the job numbers are so bad and uh, we don't seem to be growing. And, well, a lot of it is people still don't feel safe to go outside and go back to work. And uh, also there's a lot of mothers out there who just are still taking care of their kids because, you know, school's not in. It's the summer. And uh, and there are some Republican theories that maybe uh, this maybe this uh, this extra money that's coming in every month that's starting to play a role and uh, Americans are just staying home. But that's a that's an organ that the Republicans are playing. Okay, this is your chief economic correspondent. What a moron! That's exactly why no one's going back to work. If people needed jobs, there's plenty of jobs to be had. Plenty. Let me give you the next BS. AOC. Now, I do we have the audio of this? I just, I mean, how dumb do you have to be? Listen to this from AOC. When you actually open the door to a jail and look at who's inside, an enormous amount of people uh-huh. are dealing with untreated mental health issues. And it is not mm. acceptable for us to use jails as garbage, garbage, dispo- garbage uh, uh, bins for human beings. We need to treat people yeah. and see them as human And so right. it is not a place for us to throw people for whom we don't want to invest in the actual holistic issues of their lives. If we want to reduce violent crime, if we want to reduce the number of people in our jails, the answer is to stop building more of them. The answer is to make okay. sure that we actually build more hospitals. We pay organizers. Uh-huh. We get people mental health care and overall health care, uh-huh. employment, etc. Mm-hmm. It's to support communities, not throw them away. How do you think that's going to work out, Mr. Pat Gray from Pat Gray Unleashed? Oh, I'm kind of thinking that if you stop building jails because you don't want more prisoners, shouldn't you stop building hospitals because you don't want more sick people? Uh, <laughs> won't that work just the exact same way? She might I think be so. onto something I think right so. there. She's onto right. something. Stop. <laughs> if we would stop just building supermarkets, uh-huh. people wouldn't be so obese. And they, and they won't get as hungry. <laughs> right. So. They won't be obese and they won't starve to death. The problem is the problem is uh, that the the world has been upside down. Now we have it right side up. By the way, um, in a very liberal city in North Carolina, it's uh, Asheville. uh, They uh, the city decided, you know, they were going to kind of go along with the we hate the police thing. And uh, they cut the budget, and it wasn't really the budget cut that really did it. It was really the lack of support for the police. They lost 84 officers since January 1st, 2020. Um, They only have 219 officers left. So what do they do? They've come out now with a list of things that they're just not going to. They just don't have the people to enforce. So thefts under $1,000 where no suspect information uh, is available. Now, this doesn't include stolen vehicles or guns. Uh, Theft from a vehicle where there is no suspect information. So your car is stolen. It was stolen at night. Nobody saw anything. Eh. Non-life-threatening harassing phone calls. uh, Fraud, scams, or identity theft. 
simple assaults that are reported after they have occurred, reports that do not require immediate police action or enforcement, uh, funeral escorts, lost and found property, trespassing where the property owner doesn't want to press charges, and noise complaints are going to be seriously delayed. Now, Pat, mm-hmm. what do you think's going to happen to Asheville? I mean, are you thinking, I got to move there? <laughs> no question. Could there be a safer spot on Earth? I don't think so. I don't think I don't so. Think so. I don't think so. Um, Now, let me give you uh, Joe Biden. Joe Biden is a very brave man. I don't know if you've known this, uh, but he's very brave. And he is he's taking a stand and he's going to fly gay pride flags all around the world. All around the world. He's flying these flags. The United States is taking a stand. We are going to fly the gay pride flag at all of our embassies and bases and everything else all around the world. Well, when I say all around the world, I mean except places where, you know, they don't like gay people. (laughs) Then the United States is going to back down. So we're not doing it in Muslim countries, I'm guessing. No, no, we're not happening there. No, we are not. It's a worldwide effort to highlight the contributions of LGBTQI plus persons all around the world. They are going to fly the flag, light up their embassies with rainbow colors all this month, letting people know that you are included. Uh except for the 71 foreign nations that criminalize uh, same-sex activity. So he is very brave, very bold, (laughs) very bold. (laughs) We're going to fly it everywhere except where people don't want us to. Uh, Then we won't. (laughs) Then we're not going Except where it counts. Yeah. Except where Where it counts. Where it would really be If they're killing homosexuals. Right. If they're killing homosexuals, hey, 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 we are totally cool with that. We're totally cool with that. Uh, There's a great article uh, today from the Washington Examiner about businesses that are virtue signaling, uh, you know, and put the, the pride flag in their profile picture on social media, you know, except for certain parts of the world. Uh, and they're they're profiting on it. They're making a big deal out of it, except when it is uh, when it's inconvenient for them. The mm-hmm. NFL made its profile picture on Twitter uh, to incorporate a pride flag and wrote happy pride month. The NFL is proud to unveil our new NFL pride shield to show our support and solidarity with the LGBTQ plus community. We stand with the LGBTQ plus people this month and year long with a commitment to our players, our fans and our staff to live proudly and authentically. Uh, except they didn't post that on their Twitter page uh, in China. Um, yeah, in fact, they didn't even mention Pride Week in China uh, because China, huh. you know, doesn't accept same sex marriages uh, or couples adopting and uh and they thought it might not be good for the league if they sent that message to uh, to China. So, God, so brave. I just, I just brave. it is. It is so brave. <laughs> that is that is the thing. Everybody says all of this stuff is brave. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It's brave in the Middle East. It's brave in China. Saying it here when the power to be is all up with the gay pride uh, flags, that's not brave. That's not brave. That's going along.
Disney did the same thing. You know, Disney has the uh, rainbow as part of their logo now, and there's plenty of room under the rainbow. Uh, Happy Pride Month. Uh, However, Disney removed the kiss between the two female characters from Star Wars in The Rise of Skywalker um, because in Singapore, you can be caned and jailed for that. So they decided, they better not do that because we want to make some money. Uh, Mercedes-Benz also profile pictures of various Twitter accounts. It manages in the U.S. and Canada, the United Kingdom, and uh, they are putting rainbow uh, pride flags all over their accounts all over the country. I mean, except for, uh, you know, Saudi Arabia, Yemen, Iran, and others where capital punishment is a penalty for homosexual behavior. So, I mean, look, if you're uh, if you're homosexual or transgender, Mercedes-Benz is all with you unless they arrest you or want to kill you because of your uh, because of your stance on homosexuality and, and what you might do with your life. Um, you know, but hey, they will send they will send a fleet of Mercedes down to the Sultan. Uh, so maybe you could be taken to your uh, execution in a very nice Mercedes-Benz, which I think is great. Now, the. The the last story that I have, uh, at least for this break, is from Vox today. Pat, here's the headline. What's behind the anti-Semitism surge in the U.S.? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, do you have any huh. idea? Because it seems to come out of nowhere. Yeah, well... Uh, maybe the, uh, love for the Palestinians, the support for the uh, Hamas government in the Gaza hmm. Strip. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, the fact this. that the, that all of that provides cover for them and they hate them all, at all times, not just now. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, violent mm-hmm. anti-Semitism has spiked in America during the Israeli Hamas war. And we don't know why, writer Zach Beauchamp has written. Beauchamp has said, these attacks appear to be linked, appear to be linked to the recent flare-up in fighting between Israel and the Palestinian militant group Hamas. In some cases, the perpetrators waved Palestinian flags or shouted pro-Palestinian slogans. The Anti-Defamation League, which is... I mean, I bet they'll be one of the first ones to put a rainbow flag up in. They'll fly it in San Francisco. They'll do it. They'll do it. They're that brave. (laughs) The ADL, a Jewish civil rights group, uh, found preliminary evidence that anti-Semitic incidents ranging from harassment to vandalism to assault increased 75% during the recent attack. But the ADL's data has some problems. It might be overstating the current level of anti-Semitic animus, but the upsurge in anti-Semitic assaults linked to anti-Israel sentiment in particular seems new and different. It's not something that typically happens in the U.S. Well, what is happening? Well, it's very unclear why these incidents are happening, according to Vox. It's entirely possible that it's random chance (laughs) <laughs> so, 
So it has nothing so to do with the, the indoctrination. No, the wheel no. of hate just happened to land in the last couple of months <laughs> on Jews. <laughs> you know, it, it's just it's just having chance. It's like, who are we going to pick on today? How about the Jews? So it's entirely <laughs> possible that it's random chance. It is also possible that the anti-Semitic attacks are part of the generalized surge in American anti-Semitism since 2016, which most experts link to the rise of Donald Trump. What? Mm -hmm. (laughs) The most Mm pro-Israel, pro-Jewish president the United States of America has ever seen. Yeah. Uh, It's because of him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. It's because of him. You know, the guy who supports Israel... Over Hamas, the guy who cut mm-hmm. the money off from Hamas. It's probably, probably, uh, I should say, let me, I want to get it right. It is also possible that it is uh, Donald Trump's fault. Now, other than that, they don't know. They have no idea where this is coming from. Are you this stupid, America? Are you this stupid? Do you really believe that closing down jails and letting people out of prison? Now, I'm all for mental health uh, care, but that's not what's been happening. We're just opening up the doors to our prisons. Do you really think that's going to help crime? Really? Do you? Do you really think that uh, Biden is re- that the administration really cares about uh, the plight of homosexuals, because if they did, they would say, hey, everybody here, maybe take a chill pill because you can get married. Everything is really pretty good. It's best it's ever been. We still have work to do, et cetera, et cetera. But why don't we concentrate on the homosexuals that are being slaughtered in the Middle East? You want to take a stand? Take a stand. Fly the freaking flag in Saudi Arabia. Are you this stupid to believe that Disney really cares over its profits? Not a chance. Do you really think that Mercedes cares? Uh, They were just shoving uh, homosexuals into ovens about 70 years ago. I don't know if anybody remembers that. And now they won't stand up. They'll just do it in the countries where it's accepted. Wow, that is so brave. And do you really think... That it is Donald Trump supporters, the most pro-Israel group of people that have suddenly found a Palestinian flag and are beating Jews in the streets of America? No, gang. No. The answer to all of these things is Marxism. That's the answer to all of these things. Why are the police being uh, being nailed right now in in completely unjust ways? Marxism. Why are why is crime happening in Portland from Antifa and nobody cares about it? But yet those who want to stand up for the Constitution, and I'm not talking about the people that went in and put their feet on the desk and did bad things in the Capitol. They should be punished. But the vast majority of people who are maybe voting for Donald Trump but believe in the Constitution, they're going to jail? What's the answer there? Marxism. And what is the answer on the anti-Semitism? Well, you could watch an old show of mine from about 2008 
where I told you this would come. And the ADL shockingly had a problem with me trying to defend and warn against anti-Semitism and the beating of Jews in the streets. It's called Marxism. That's the disease. Name the enemy. If you're going to defeat it, you need to name it. And the enemy is Marxism. Back in a minute. All right, Hustler Turf. They're the makers of the best zero-turn lawnmowers, both for landscaping professionals and homeowners. With deck sizes as small as 34 inches, which will be f- perfect for your uh, your lawn, all the way up to 104 inches, which can cut a football field in less than 10 minutes. They have a mower that goes 16 miles an hour. It's like strapping a lawnmower to the bottom of your car. And I can tell you from personal experience, mowing the lawn with a Hustler is like nothing else you've ever done. Because Hustler mowers make it fun to mow. Right now, the latest and greatest from Hustler Turf is their new 2021 Raptor Series. It's built for homeowners with less than three acres. Do yourself a favor. Visit one of the thousand nationwide Hustler dealers and take a hassle-free test drive and do it today. It's HustlerTurf.com. That's where you'll find them. HustlerTurf.com. Go there now. 10 seconds, station ID. I am so glad. I am so glad that we have people like Eleanor Holmes Norton in Washington, D.C. She's a representative uh, from Washington, D.C. She doesn't have a vote. And gosh, I wish that would change because she serves on the House Transportation Committee on Highways and Transit. And she is calling Congress on Congress to introduce legislation regarding her concerns about equality and uh uh her her big beef is uh crash test dummies all appear to be men (laughs) and white (laughs) i'm not making this up and uh Uh, she says if we're really going to pursue equity uh those crash test dummies Mm. uh, some of them need to be women and some of them need to be non-white uh and gosh i'm you know what DC, you've done the right thing in electing her. She's genius. This is the Glenn Beck program. I kind of want to take it back, you know, naming the enemy. It might be stupidity in many places. Um, American financing. Let me let me take a minute here and tell you about Thomas. He's a band teacher. He and his family live in Indiana. And Thomas's story with American financing begins with all things a mudroom. That's what he wanted to do to add on to his house, among some other home improvements, expensive stuff. And they weren't sure that they could uh, be able to afford it. But Thomas had been hearing me talk about uh, American financing for quite a while and decided I'm going to give him a call. His consultant was Matthew, and Matthew ended up giving him some fantastic news. Thomas had been paying over 6% on his mortgage. Matthew and his team helped Thomas refi, get this, to 3.5%. Thomas said, it's amazing. They even came directly to my house for everything. Three days after signing all the paperwork, the money was in his account. Thomas, I hope the mudroom and the other home improvements turned out the way you wanted them to be. 
Thank you for listening and thank you for trying American Financing. AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Don't forget to use the promo code GLEN for $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. Uh, yesterday we told you about the guy who, uh, who just said, you know, that, uh, Jews have an insatiable appetite for war and killing. Uh, and, uh, he said, I don't know how I'd reconcile that identity if I were a Jew with the behavior of fundamentalist Jewish extremists or Israel as a nation. The details would confuse me. I wouldn't understand those who suggest that bombing Lebanon, slaughtering Lebanese people, and largely destroying Beirut in retaliation for the capture of a few soldiers is justified. Uh, he was uh, he was the head of diversity uh, at Google. Hmm. I wonder if he's a Marxist. Um, but he's no longer uh, with Google. They fired him. I guess if you just say Jews have an appetite for blood, uh, I guess... <laughs> I guess that's enough to get you fired today. Holy cow. Uh, so that's good news. I want to talk to you about something else. We we have a woman who is being targeted um, in, uh, oh, shoot, Virginia, because she's standing up against critical race theory uh, in this very famous county, Loudoun County, where it, it, the, the people are... Um, are just coming just coming after you and they don't seem to care including the county attorney uh ryan uh gurdusky he is a journalist uh he's actually the guy who broke the story recently on the lincoln project the co-founder john weaver who was sexually harassing young you know young young boys which is always a plus i guess uh if you're running a uh a uh, the lincoln project uh nobody seemed to have a problem with it uh until he uh broke the story he is also the author of they're not listening and the founder of the 1776 project pack now this has something to do with critical race theory and i'm going to let him explain it hi ryan how are you good thank you for having me on glenn you bet. Um, so, so let's so first talk about the let's first talk uh, about the pact and tell me what it does and why you started it. Yeah, yeah so the 1776 Project PAC, um, PAC, P-A-C, by the way, it's on 1776projectpack.com. It's the, it's the nation's very first super PAC intended solely for school board candidates. So because critical race theory has been moving through our public institutions, especially through grammar schools, elementary schools, and high schools, uh, the only way that we can counter that on democratic means is by taking over the school boards with conservatives who want to promote, you know, a patriot, patriotic version of American history. The, the point of the pack was to sit there and try to campaign on behalf of school board candidates, especially in counties and districts that were um, promoting critical race theory already and, and trying to reach out to candidates who are in districts that are not promoting critical race theory, but reach out to them about how to be proactive um, with maybe different types of history books, different types of civics uh, education, um, and how to what what school board members can do um, to counter what's going on, but with principals and with educators in these school systems. So when you say I want to promote a patriotic uh, uh, history or curriculum. 
I don't want a patriotic uh, history. I think I just want a true history of the United States. I think that's patriotic in, enough in itself. Um, who are you? How, how do you judge who to help and who not to help? What are the requirements for somebody who's well, running for school board to get your assistance? Well, they have to oppose critical race theory. That's the most important thing. Um, we've had. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. Yeah, I mean, that's, you have to oppose critical race theory. That is the most important position you have to have. Um, you know, every school district is different. Every state is different. So different people are worried about, you know, mask mandates in some schools and not worried about in other schools. My main point is critical race theory, because I think it's truly a cancer in society right now. Um, the, the, the thing is, PAC started about a week ago. So we've raised about $32,000 over 450 donors in a week. Um, which is great. We'll see how much I can raise by November. Uh, there's no corporate money. This is not, I, I literally started this on my bed with my dog, found, found a treasure, started a pack. I've been working on campaigns for 15 years. So I know how to, I know how to do this. I know how to campaign on behalf of somebody, but there's no major organization. So I'm going to see, come roll around September, see how much money we've raised. And then, and by the way, I have a full-time job. This is not, you know, my, it's not a grift I'm creating to sit there and, and raise money. This is something I'm doing on the side, just I think because I have to help. Um, and it's the only way I know how to help. So um, we'll see how much money we raise, and then we'll see which elections are being held this year. It's, it's rolling elections in school boards, so it's not every November. It's not every, you know, every other year. It's, they're, they're constantly rolling. There'll be a, a lot come November. And I'll see which, how much money I have and which candidates I can help in which states. Uh, I know Bucks County, Pennsylvania, have reached out to me a lot. People from there, people from Kansas have reached out to me a lot. People think critical race theory is only a blue state issue or a blue city issue. It's in over 3,500 oh. classrooms. It is. And you, like you said, it is, um, it's crippling. It's, it is the um, kryptonite to America. Um, if we teach this to our kids, we are surely, surely done. Uh, and, uh, you know, I have, I've seen it in, in, uh, in Texas, in some of the most conservative counties. And what I'm really concerned about is, you know, when you get these school board members on, they really, really have to uh, pay attention to this and make sure they root it out all the way to the roots. Because I'm seeing all over the country teachers saying, well, we'll just teach it anyway. I mean, we'll just teach it in our own way. We'll just slip yeah, they, it in. They find, diff they find alternative uh, words for it, alternative terms for it. But the thing that school board members have the control of is the budget. So things like where, spe where speakers come in from out of, out, of, you know, out of the school system, if they're bringing Robin D'Angelo, that's a major red flag. They control the superintendent position in many places. They control what textbooks are taught. So when I said, you know, we should create, some, we should teach something like a patriotic version of history. I don't mean to whitewash history. I don't mean to downplay certain bad yeah. things that happen and highlight certain good things. What I'm sitting there and saying, though, is, is that we need to, uh, you know, have a proactive version that sits there and addresses a lot of these concerns head on with, you know, the problematic portions of history, but creates a narrative overall that our nation is great and that great men of history, as colorful as they were or as problematic as they were by today's standards, the overarching narrative of their life and of their time is that they moved the human race forward. Um, and I think that that is really, really important. And so trying to find textbooks that promote those kinds of thoughts in children um, is, is another key portion of it.
Uh, we're talking to Ryan uh, Gurdusky. Uh, he has just started 1776 Project PAC, P-A-C, dot com, which is supporting those uh, people that want to get into politics and, and run for school board if you have a spine of steel against uh, critical race theory. What what brought you to to this? I mean, you're a journalist, generally speaking, aren't you? Not are you not? I am. I am. Well, what happened was was I have I don't have children, but I have a very large family, thirty six first cousins. I'm the second oldest of all of them, and um, my godson was in school, and his teacher because everyone was doing basically online classes over the last year. His te- one of his mm-hmm. teachers said to, said you know to my nine year old cousin, my nine year old godson that. Police cars only follow white cars. They don't follow. Oh, sorry. Only follow black cars. They don't follow white cars. Now, she's teaching about, you know, racial profiling to profiling uh, to a nine year old in the most innocuous terms possible in order to sit there and kind of create this idea that the police are biased and police are racist. Now, we have a lot of police in my family, and he called me with a lot of questions. And it was infuriating, and there was no kind of check on it. I mean, the parents started calling. The PTA got involved. The principal ended up getting having to get involved. But had he not been doing classes at home, we would have never really probably ever learned about it. We mm-hmm. only learned about it because, mm-hmm. you know, his parents overheard. So I thought that this was, there has to be some kind of check. There has to be something we can do, something I can do. And, you know, I don't have the means to create a new school. I don't, I can't, I don't have the, you know, credentials to create a new textbook. But I can run a campaign because I've, I've done them in the past. And I can run a super pack and I've done that in the past. So let me, let me just do that. And, and I created this pack and, um, you know, if you want to run for school board, I would go to 1776projectpack.com, PAC.com. Let me know when you're, when you're, where you're running and when the election is, if you want to donate, we definitely need donations because like I said, I'm doing this all, you know, without a corporate sponsor, without a major billionaire behind it, it's just people sitting there wanting to donate to make this better. And if you want to just get involved and tell me about a school district that is promoting critical race theory, I'd love to hear it because there's no database. I'm trying to still get all that information going so so we know where is this being promoted and when. I find it astonishing how deeply entrenched it already is in almost every area of the country. I mean, people just don't. You know, they'll hear things like, ah, you got to be anti-racist. And they don't, you know, they're like, ah, you know, I'm, I'm against racism. So I guess that's right. This has nothing to do with Martin Luther King. This anti-racism means racism. Yeah. Yeah. And we should stop calling it critical race theory and call, and call it what it is, which is state-sponsored racism. It tells white children you are, it has all the punitive parts of religion, tells white children you are born a racist, you have this original sin, you need to be, uh, you need to redeem yourself from it, but you can never actually receive redemption. It tells non-white children that you are born a victim, you will live a victim, you will die a victim, and you will, every, every area of life of an inequity for you is because of your skin color. And it was purposely be created as an inequity because of your skin color. Um, it's horrendous. It's it's a lie. And the fact that, you know, we have the 1619 project being taught in school, which is completely I mean, it's, it's not historically correct at all. It says the American Revolution was fought over slavery. I mean, that's just not a fact. And that's taught in classrooms now. Ryan, I thank you very much for what you're doing. Uh, and I urge you, if you're listening right now to run 
for school board. Get involved. It's not going to be enough just to show up. You do have to show up at school board meetings now. We have to be involved unlike we've ever been involved before. But you have to run. If you have it within you, you have to run. And it's not that hard to get elected because very few people actually vote in the school board uh, races. Uh, And so go ahead. You were going to say. No, no, I, I laugh because it's true. And listen, I know most people get, you know, are nervous, but most school board elections, 90% of our country are nonpartisan. Very few people come out and vote for it. Um, and I think the PAC, the 1776 Project PAC, is there to assist people and campaign on behalf of candidates who, you know, they can't raise you know, even $5,000 to go run a campaign to make, a, to make a, you know, a mailer or something like that. So I'm hopeful that this PAC, if we raise enough money especially, we'll be able to compete in every possible state that there is and in many many school districts and i hope the threat of the pack to people who are not activists who are kind of school board members that go along to get along and are going along with critical race theory wakes them up and says oh i don't really want a male or come to my neighborhood to say to people uh that this is what i'm promoting Ryan, first of all, thank you for the uh, story that you broke uh, on the uh, Lincoln Project co-founder. John Weaver's apparently been getting away with this for a very long time, and I'm glad somebody had the balls to actually stand up and and uh, do the research on it and uh, expose it. So thank you for that. And also this, and I urge you, if you are listening and um, you understand, uh, even basic understanding of uh, critical race theory and the poison that it is to our society. It will be our undoing if we don't stop it, and we must stop it now. Uh, please make a donation to 1776 Project PAC, P-A-C, uh, dot com. 1776 Project PAC dot com. Brian, thank you very much. God bless. Thank you, Glenn. Our sponsor this half hour is Real Estate Agents I Trust. Whenever it's possible, I like to pass on the lessons that I've learned uh, to other people. And I've learned very few, uh, honestly. I'm not really much smarter than I was when I was younger. But uh, one of the things uh, is finding the right real estate agent to sell your home. Now, it is starting to cool off. So if you're selling a home before it was a real... uh, seller's market you could get almost anything in you know insane parts of the country um uh for your for your home it's starting to slow down now because prices have gotten so out of control and uh the loans are starting to uh be held back a little bit more by the banks so now you need a really great real estate agent uh maybe you're still in a place where it's really on fire maybe some places that you know you've got a home and you're trying to sell it, it's uh, really, really ice cold because nobody wants to live there anymore. Well, may I suggest you get the person with the best practices and a great track record and somebody who has um, uh, the teeth behind them, the years behind them, and the system behind them to make sure that your house can sell on time and for the most amount of money. We will put you in touch with one of those real estate agents, whether it's, you know, in your own hometown or it's across the country. We can help you find the right person, and it's a free service to you. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 
Ah, uh, yes. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Have you heard that Wyoming is uh, building the first of its kind advanced nuclear project replacing a coal plant? Uh, good for Wyoming. Um, it's uh, zero carbon technology. It's nuclear power. And the governor has said that it's clearly part of my all uh, all of the above strategy for energy in Wyoming. It's a very it's a first generation of nuclear plants. Very small. It's modular and equipped with enhanced safety measures. Uh, it's uh, Terra Power, which mm. I don't know why we haven't been building these for a very very long time. But uh, apparently, Terra Power is. Uh, is uh, owned by Bill Gates, and so I guess if you Uh-oh. have Bill Gates behind it, <laughs> we can we can build nuclear power plants now, <laughs> which is it's wonderful, wonderful. I'm actually all for nuclear power. Uh, wish we would have been do- doing it, you know, since the 1950s. Uh, very very safe, and doesn't need the wind to blow or the sun to shine. It can make it 24 hours a day. It's fantastic energy. This is the Glenn Beck Program.